time for the Cummins Real Estate Group show with Michelle Cummins and myself, Curtis Pope. And today, Michelle, I know you're extra excited. Well, one, because you've had a lot of coffee. And two, because we've got a guest. Yes and yes. Uh, I have had a few cups of coffee and I have one still in front of me right now. So delicious and high caffeine. The Smoking Gun, my favorite coffee of all time. So good, and they just opening up their location in downtown Chilliwack. It's so cool. You've got to check it out. Actually, um, today later, I'm going to pick up 20 bags of co- their coffee beans. They have ready for me. <laughs> it is really good wow. coffee. It is. It's amazing coffee. I have to admit. It's true. Uh, but talking about real estate, I am so excited because I love 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 investing especially real estate. I have other investments, but my focus and mine is real estate. Obviously, it would be, but I just know how golden real estate is. I absolutely love it. And I was introduced to an amazing investor that we have on our show today. You may have heard him giggle there in the background just now, but his name is Nathan Amaral, and he is from fearlessmillionaire.com. That's fearless-millionaire.com. And we're talking today about short-term rentals because he does lots of different investments, real estate investments uh, too. But we're going to just focus, since we have a a certain amount of time on the show, on short-term rentals. So Nathan Amaral, he's an international real estate investor with over a decade of experience in long and short-term rentals. SFH, land, land and lending, commercial, he does it all. Uh, Nathan launched his career from being a mortgage broker to rapidly becoming one of the nation's fearless investors within his first few years. Nathan transacted millions of dollars of real estate in the U.S. and then took his skills to Uganda and Portugal, which, Nathan, I think you're in Portugal (laughs) calling in from there right now, aren't you? Uh, I am. I'm on these little small islands off the coast of Portugal called the uh, Azores Islands. I call them the big nine rocks. <laughs> That's what they are. <laughs> Sounds fabulous. So good to be almost, here. And almost like a, a property, Curtis texted me the other day of uh, buying an island. It must be fantastic there. Yeah. Yeah, it absolutely is. The weather is no snow, absolutely decent all the time, um, and in the culture. It's just more of a calm culture, European, so it's, it's very nice. You've been there a few years now, too, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, actually, in, uh, you know, like you said, the majority of my real estate business was in the U.S., uh, and then in 2013, I went over to Uganda, um, got married, and um, started a family, and you know, I was living there most of the time. And then what I ended up doing, you know, to reunite my family who was in Massachusetts, uh, we just reunite back on the island because actually we're originally from here. My parents immigrated to the, to the United States many, many years ago. So we just said, hey, well, why don't we just reconnect back on the island? And we would, you know, so we started coming out here in 2013, 2015, 17, and 2019, of course, because of COVID. We stuck around for a little bit longer since we've been here. So that's uh, that's a short summary. <laughs> So you have passions in finances, in real estate investing, in raising capital, which is a really neat niche, Mm -hmm. and remote business Mm -hmm. building. And I know there's so much I want to talk about. We'll have to have you again back on the show. But we really want to focus on short-term rentals right now because they seem to be all the rage, and it seems to be really popular. People are really vacationing in 
like Airbnbs in these short-term places. And right. I have a few myself, which I absolutely love, and I see yeah. such great results with. So uh, I want to mm-hmm. welcome you officially to our show, and thank you for taking the time to be here for us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you are an investor, and since we decided to, to, to focus on that, um, I also wanted to see if you could also maybe share a little bit about uh, any any of those seekers out there who are, are the dreamers and their dreams will come true because they're going to focus on them, but they're in debt right now today, but they, they just need some mm. tips on how to get out of debt in order to start real estate investing. So if you can also share some tips uh, that way as well, that would be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, to, to go back into the short-term rentals, you know, a lot of people think like, oh, I need a lot of money to get into real estate. And um, there's many ways to skin this fish, we call real estate, so many ways to do real estate investing. Um, but the reality is, is that you can actually get into short-term rentals without owning the property. Um, and I've done, I've done both ways. So you can own the property and then rent it out, or you can do a joint venture partnership. So basically what that is, is you can ask an owner of a property who may not be utilizing it. It's just property just sitting there fully furnished. Um, and they want a property, basically, let's say property management. They want to, uh, you know, have someone earning money for them. So there's those kinds of people. There's other people who are doing long-term rentals right now, and they are in a really hot market where they can actually go from, if they just converted their long-term rent uh, trend, uh, you know, option that they have right now to a short-term rental uh, position, they could probably be earning more money. So if someone wanted to break in and start a real estate investing or property management business, they could do uh, Airbnb, like let's call it arbitrage or you know, just creativeness, and go into a joint venture position if they don't have all the capital to purchase their own property. And they could do a joint venture partnership with someone else and manage the properties for them on their behalf. I hope that I made that simple, but um, it, that's basically what someone could do. And I've done both. I've, we, we manage rentals that are not ours. Uh, we've done joint venture partnerships with uh, you know, people in uh, you know, the U.S. and uh, Portugal and, and Uganda. And also uh, we own a bunch of short-term rentals as well. So, yeah, there's two roads for that. So what type of uh, real estate investments uh Specifically, do you own do you own mostly short term rentals, or what's your mixed bag? Well, that's a great question. So, um, over the years, I've done a whole bunch of t- different transactions. So, I, I own um, and I own mostly. Uh, I got land deals. I got I own a bunch of houses, single family houses that I've done owner financing with. So, a few years ago, back in um, I think 20, uh, 2010, I got really into affordable housing and um, I was really trying to give back to the United States and my country and really help veterans out who I knew were struggling with getting affordable housing, um, active, active military and veterans. So what I ended up doing was I ended up purchasing a bunch of properties, um, single family properties, and they ended up doing owner financing for them, which is carrying the mortgage. So I've done mm-hmm. a bunch of those. Um, and I've, I've also done a bunch of commercial <clears throat> properties. I recently just bought um, a senior care facility so I'm helping out seniors because, you know, we talk about short-term rentals. It's a booming market. You know, the word Airbnb um, is like tissues, like Kleenexes to tissues, right? So when yeah. people think short-term rentals, they're thinking Airbnb. So that market is extremely growing. And I think it's going to grow even more because of COVID. And, you know, more and more people are going to be working remotely and exploring the world more. There's a whole other side of that market. I call it the opposite of the millennials. 
is the senior care market. You know, there's many, many people, the baby boomers are now getting into up in age and they're, you know, they're, they're, they're going to need a place to stay and they're going to need accommodations and, and they're going to need some senior care. So I think that's another booming market. So I stepped into that market, um, that industry as well. Um, and then, yeah, again, short-term rentals, long-term rentals, uh, land. Um, yeah, I got a good portfolio. And I also do funding transactions. I also fund transactions um, for real estate investors. Sometimes the clients that, uh, that I work with that come in and want to learn how to do real estate, I'll fund, help them fund their deals to get into their first real estate deal as well. Do you also do ROIs then, rent-to-own? Um, I don't do rent to own. I did a few of those in the beginning, but I ended up changing the format of the transaction. So I ended up doing the either lease option, mm-hmm. well, which is okay. That is kind of a form of a rent to own. Yeah, I do apologize. Sorry. Uh, I, I mean, we just don't call it rent to own in that state particularly. So um, yeah, so we do lease option with an option to purchase um, if they wanted to and or um, we mostly do owner financing though. That's pretty much what we've done. Uh, in regards to uh, something similar to rent home. And it's interesting, depending on the location that you're wanting to invest in, we really determine what type of uh, investment you should purchase. So like Vancouver, uh, furnished long-term rentals do absolutely fantastic. Well, so does normal rentals, mm. uh, long-term rentals, even unfurnished. Yes. <laughs> but there is a real big market for furnished long-term rentals in, mm. in the Vancouver area, not so much in our Fraser right. Valley area here in the valley outside of the greater Vancouver. So I find that interesting as well. Yeah. There's a great website. I'm not sure if it actually works up in Canada, but it's called Air um, AirDNA.co.co. And basically you could type in an address and see how well the short-term rentals are doing in that area. I actually don't know if it works in Canada. I apologize. But um, if any of your listeners are thinking about investing in the U.S. or doing short-term rentals in the U.S., um, the, the website AirDNA.co is a great place to get data before you even make a purchase or, you know, do a joint venture agreement for short-term rentals. So that was Air, A-I-R, and DNA, like your DNA and your... DNA, like, like your dot, DNA, yeah. Okay, yeah. Dot .co. Dot .co. Oh, excellent, yeah. thank you for that. So I have um, a few short-term rentals, as mentioned previously, and they're doing really, really good. But how do you get into that market? Do you have advice on that? Yeah, well, I would say first, um, you know, if someone, especially if they're doing it remotely or internationally, I would say first pick a market that you love or maybe a place, like you wouldn't mind visiting there, you wouldn't mind traveling there, so you can probably stay in your own rental while you're there. Um, That's like an added benefit. But I would also say if you travel to a place or you revisit a location for vacationing or traveling holidays and stuff like that, and you go to that location very often, maybe once a year, twice a year, I would definitely encourage someone to pick up a, a rental there. Um, you could always just either get a property management company in there or you could just manage it yourself. And you know, there's a lot of tools out there, software tools that you could use and manage these properties completely on your own. Uh, you know, keep most of the percentage share if you don't mind a little bit of communication. Maybe someone in your family can manage the deal, the deal for you. But today, you know, I think I think a lot of people who are doing short-term rentals they like that they don't they like a host-free check-in. They like to check in on their own. They like to just get to the lockbox, get their key, and check right in. They don't want to be shown around. At least that's my been my experience. So um, that's that's typically how we run all our short-term rentals. We have. Most of the time, we just have a lockbox, and they, you know, the, the client will get right to the to the property. We, you know, we guide them right to the property through our uh, our, you know, our messages or our, our templates, and uh, they check right in on their own. 
That is so true. And when we come back from the break, I'm going to mention how much uh, I've made growth in just two years owning the beach house that I own and where I bought it price-wise to what its value is at now so people can understand uh, what a real-life example. All right, Michelle, so we'll take a quick break. You gave me my cue there. So uh, if people want more information about what you do as a realtor, where can they go? MichelleCummins.ca. And we're back with more right after this. show of course michelle cummins and myself curtis pope and of course we have our special guest nathan from uh, the azores islands which is uh off the coast of portugal which is just amazing that we have an international guest on the show our first one yeah, yeah so, so great to be here with you guys this is such a fun show <laughs> well we try to have some fun uh, if you can't have fun it, then it just ain't worth doing, right? Exactly. Sometimes we'll go on here and talk for 10 minutes and we won't even talk about real estate. And then we realize, oh, yeah, this is a real estate show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Give the listeners what they want. Real estate. <laughs> so, Nathan, we were, we were talking short-term rentals. And I just want to mention in, in when we were chatting before we started the show about how you know, you meet with your family in the place for so long, like whether it's a lake house or in my case, it was uh, on the Oregon coast for over 10 years. And I'm like, I should just buy something here and rent it out as a short-term rental to a company uh, and takes care of it. And we get to enjoy it. And it's an investment. And I'm so happy that I made that decision um, with that property and the other ones I've bought. And I've never regretted it. Uh, buying a property, never. And mine, just mm-hmm. as an example, of course, everywhere has gone up in price in just this last year. But just so uh, listeners can understand, uh, with this property, only two years of renting it out. In the first year you re- start a short-term rental, it's not as profitable as it is in the second and third year. Because once people get to know your place, they love it and they come back and they tell their friends and family and you're establishing it. So the first year is good, but it it, it it only gets better from there. And I saw this at my beach house. And so for two years, I've been renting it out and it's made over 211,000 gross. And I bought it for 550,000. And today's Zillow value of it is very close to 1.2 million, pretty much 1.2 because of the improvements that I've done with it as well. So uh, that's a real life example of, of one short-term rental. I have the CASA property management taking care of it. I chose an international property management company for that one because they have such, um, you know, exposure and they do so much advertising and uh, they, they, they show results. So anyways, I had to negotiate uh, what I what they get percentage wise because they can take a big chunk so you have to be careful and just watch your your figures and watch your numbers but it's been fantastic to be able to enjoy what I already enjoy my family enjoys 
a couple times a year, uh, just a few times a year, to, to be able to always have it and have it pay for itself and, and be able to improve itself and be able to pay. Like, it just, it just grows your, your real estate um, portfolio so much faster, too. So what I always ask my, my clients when they're, you know, wanting to invest, because I, my saying, one of them, is unlocking your real estate potential. So I don't like just to help you get into your primary residence. I want to help you expand on that and really get the gold out of real estate and profit from it because everyone can. And it's actually quite easy to do. It just takes the steps. You just have to be kind of bold and take those first steps. And uh, I asked, what are your hobbies? Like like you said, what do you enjoy? Do you love uh, skiing? Do you love hiking and mountain biking? Uh, Do you love the lake and just relaxing on the water or ocean fishing? Really depends on what you love doing. And then maybe focus on... Uh, the best area that you normally visit, and then look into the real estate comps and like that website that you shared, uh, and look into the Airbnb sites and the VRBO sites and the Casa sites and all those sites to see what other type of rentals and what they're doing and and go from there. But anyways, I want to hear, and we all want to hear from you, not me. Uh, we always hear from me. Uh, so please expand and share your knowledge with us. Well, I'm so you said so many great points there about how you kept revisiting like because of family. That's what I ended up doing also many years ago. We were reconnecting here on the island, and uh, it was like, well, why don't we just buy a place? We keep you know paying the hotels all this money. <laughs> so we we did that very similar thing, um, and that just kept growing and growing because you know the market. Um, we saw a lot of people traveling here from Europe uh, and the U S and Canada uh, traveling in. And we just said, you know what, let's just, let's just keep growing this. And um, yeah, in the beginning though, uh, Michelle, we did also have a property management company, um, but we just decided like we ended up growing the arm of our short term rental business that we said, you know what, if in order for us to scale this even more to increase our bottom line, we're going to have to self manage. So that's what we did. We ended up self-managing. We brought in a few systems and, you know, um, I brought my wife in, uh, into the business. So she, you know, handles a lot of bookkeeping side of things. Um, and we just brought in, so we were able to recapture about 20, 20 to 25% of, uh, of, 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 of gains, basically of revenue. We were able to capture that back into our bottom line. So, but that may not be for everybody in the beginning. You may need a property management company, uh, you know, to, uh, to manage in the beginning. So, that's fine too. We uh, we've also had that uh, experience as well. So I would encourage any of your listeners to it's a great way to get started. Uh, you know, investing internationally or remotely, especially if you're re- meeting up in different places, for sure. Oh yes, and there's such some great areas. It's really around the world right now. So there's mm, true. some areas I have my eye on. Once uh, the the restrictions uh, are lifted a bit more, it'll be a bit easier for people to enjoy their out-of-country uh, investments uh, and short-term rentals. Yeah. But, yeah. One of what the areas uh, to add to that, one, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I was going to say, one of the areas that I've been looking into is, the, you know, there's some, there's some great websites out there based, you know, for Europe and the U.S. Um, just tourists, tour, look for tourism, you know, the highest uh, populated areas for tourism. So one of the one that's really caught my eye has been Italy. Now again, these are post pre-COVID numbers. Over 60 million people a year travel to Italy, um, and uh, for multiple reasons, not just for religious purposes, but also for holidays and, and all that stuff. Uh, that's a lot of people in one area at one particular time. Another place is Israel. Most people would think like, "Whoa, why would I invest in Israel?" Well, there's a lot of tourists. There's three different religions that you know uh, visit. Um, Israel on a, on a, on a, on a very annual basis. 
Um, so that's another uh, interesting uh, area to, to consider. So all these, all those, I would just always look at you know the tourism market, uh, you know, and get get your stats uh, on the tourists um, before you even you know uh, you know drop down and drop a down payment or you know buy a property. Yeah. Very good point. And then looking into, of course, at the different countries and the different locations with, you know, are, is there foreign buyers tax when you purchase, all the taxes, the expenses, the cost of, of, of purchasing, and then there's the cost of selling down the road. So you always have to have your end game and, and uh, plan of action. And what does that look like? So when you go to sell it, I mean, of course, laws change, but what are the current laws and what does it look like it will be uh, if you do want it, if it's a 10-year investment or if it's a lifetime investment, different. Right. But if you plan on selling it later right. down the road, what types of taxes and things are, are owed then to? And it helps you uh, with the figures and the numbers and where to focus right. uh, if you're purchasing internationally. I was yeah, going to go to Italy right. la- this last, th- actually this month. The month of September, I had planned on going to Italy with a friend and just biking, mm. biking around oh, and just nice. enjoying it. And I have been thinking yeah. about investing in Italy. That is one spot I've been thinking in Israel. Uh, I went there when I was 17. I would love to go uh, back. I've always wanted to go back. And really good points mm. about looking at the tourism and in an even broader right. spectrum than just little local um, areas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, most people feel comfortable about, you know, investing in their backyard or, you know, just starting locally. Well, that's fine, but you yeah. may be, you know, your audience or whoever is listening right now may be thinking like, well, there's nothing going on in my little backyard. <laughs> you know, it's not a tourist area. So you might want to just reconsider short-term rentals then, and you might have to, you know, like if you're in the middle of Kansas, okay, so I always, I always bring up Kansas. Um, <laughs> but if you're in the middle of a farm and you got nothing going on, you definitely don't want to start their rental down the road. You have to look for populated areas where people would come in, whether it's business trips or um, sporting events or whatever it may be. But you want consistent, you want consistent tourism. So you want that consistency of uh, a flow of people, whether it's whether it's in the north, in North America, whether it's in South and South America, wherever it may be. Um, yes, you have to consider those those options. And we are so blessed here in the Fraser Valley and Greater Vancouver area. We are, it's like live in your backyard. We are all about beauty and tourism and fun Mm -hmm. activities and sports and concerts. We have it all here. So this is a hub for the perfect place to have short-term rentals. This is it. Our area is just so fantastic. And one of the things about Oregon Coast, too, interesting enough, is Vicasa said that it's their number one Hottest location, best location for the best rentals. There's more rentals there. You'd be surprised at how many short-term properties there are. Uh, and, and it's their most active uh, location, they said, as a, as a huge short-term property management company. So many ways to be creative in real estate. So okay. many. And we have okay. some of those in Harrison Hot Springs. Here is a real tourism location uh, on a beautiful lake. And we also have it in Whistler, which is a, a world-renowned uh, ski resort uh, and, mm-hmm. and some other locations. So, yeah, that's, that's a fantastic way of doing it, too. And, and therefore, you, you can create a limited, uh, like a numbered company and you all own shares. There's different yeah. ways you can actually do it. Uh, and I always say talk to your accountant and uh, your financial planner yeah. for the best way for, for you to do it. Uh, with your, you know, wealth portfolio. But, yeah, that's a fantastic option. We may have to just look at that mm. island. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, we should actually <laughs> mention maybe a couple of other uh, great investments, actually, if you don't mind, um, I, I, I wanted to mention. But before I go to a new listing and a coming soon listing, um, I just want to thank you, Nathan, and give you one last opportunity if there's anything else that you wanted to share with us and our listeners. Oh, thanks. Well, first of all, thanks so much for having me. I love your show. The energy is just exactly, I feel at home. So uh, thanks so much for having me. And uh, for your listeners, you know, anyone who's, uh, whether, first of all, if you're thinking about buying a property, they obviously should work with you. Um, and then also when it comes to investments, you know, if they're on the fence thinking about, you know, getting started, you know, over the years, I've worked with people who are, um, you know, just trying to get started in their first investment. They can check out my website, but if anybody who's interested in just, you know, trying to take that first step, they're thinking, is now the good time? Should I wait? My answer to that is don't wait. Get started now before it's too late. Good words of advice. Absolutely. Uh, what's your website? Um, yeah. It's, uh, anyone can Google either my name or just the words Fearless Millionaire. Someone can also go to fearless-millionaire.com. And that's a website that people who are looking to get started uh, investing in real estate, um, whether it's locally or remotely, um, they can go there and uh, contact us and, and, and get some free uh, tips and resources there as well. And you have uh, social media. Are you mostly on Facebook or Instagram? Or I, I do. You? I do. Actually, YouTube. Um, yeah, YouTube is okay. kind of like my hub uh, recently. So someone can go there and uh, just simply Google uh, Fearless Millionaire. Um, and we, we give out tips that help people you gain clarity, build confidence, and gain cash flow. And I know there's a lot of hurdles and you know, investing in real estate can sometimes create this mental fog, like, where do I get started first? And that's the whole premise of the brand, um, is to help clear the fog, to help people build confidence they can do it, and actually get into property where they can cash flow and make some money. Thank you so much. Uh, that's fantastic. And I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to continuing watching your, your videos on there. Uh, have a fantastic rest of your day or evening, or I don't know what time it is there, but. <laughs> it's significantly so different it's than the time it is here, that's for sure. <laughs> so true. Yeah, it's 9 p.m., but thank you both so much for having me here. It's been great. Here are the new listings and open houses this weekend. An almost 8,000-square-foot corner lot with three-bedroom rancher off Sword Road on the north side of Hatsik Lake. Join this community and get private boat access. Great location for a vacation property or retirement home or a first home. It's listed only $735,000. A one-year-old townhouse with large fenced yard backing onto a green space in Archer Greens off Nelson and Mission. It's a three-bedroom, three-bathroom for $735,000. This complex has all the bells and whistles when it comes to amenities with an outdoor pool, jacuzzi, games room, gym, and more. An amazing half acre in the Salmon River area of Langley on a very large, fully fenced and gated yard with a five-car workshop and over, with oversized doors and a very large pole barn carport for oversized trucks, RVs, boats, and vehicles. This house also comes with an attached double garage, and it's a three-bedroom, two-bathroom rancher, move-in ready, priced at $1,798,000. Open house today from 12 to 2. Michelle has seven open houses this weekend, so please go on to her Facebook page or Instagram to get all the listing information addresses and times all right well michelle if we uh, want to uh, get more information about what you do as a realtor where can they go michellecummins.ca and join us again next week when we will talk real estate in order to unlock your real estate potential on the show where real estate is maximized thanks for listening